Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, October 26, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. First responders protest COVID mandates in New York City. Ron DeSantis offers unvaxxed cops a $5,000 bonus payment to work in Florida. An anti-Biden rap song tops the charts. Cambridge University puts trigger warnings on the Wizard of Oz. Also ahead, the truth about weaponizing COVID. But first, thousands of emergency workers protesting vaccine requirements in New York City blocking traffic on the Brooklyn Bridge. Demonstrators included members of the fire department, NYPD, EMS, sanitation department, and correction officers. Outgoing Mayor de Blasio telling all public employees to either get vaxxed or go unpaid. His order applies to 160,000 workers, about 30% of the city workforce. Florida Governor DeSantis offering $5,000 to cops forced out by COVID rules in other parts of the country. Officers who relocate to the Sunshine State are eligible for one-time payment starting next year. Liberal cities like New York, L.A., San Francisco, and others all requiring the vaccine for most public employees. DeSantis, one of the first Republican governors in the USA to ban all mandates. The anti-Biden anthem. Let's go Brandon from rapper Bryson Gray is number one on Apple Music. The single beating out Adele's latest release. And the song calls for the impeachment of Joe Biden over his policies on Afghanistan, COVID, and the economy. Despite the enormous popularity of the song, YouTube is banning it from its platform, claiming the music contained, quote, medical misinformation. Let's go, Brandon, also gaining popularity worldwide, number one in Australia and the UK. Britain's prestigious Cambridge University, placing warnings on beloved children's literature, the preamble informing readers the books, quote, contain harmful content relating to slavery, colonialism, and racism. Researchers reviewed 10,000 works before slapping the disclaimer on the Wizard of Oz, Cat in the Hat, To Kill a Mockingbird, The Jungle Book, and Little House on the Prairie. Woke madness. The message, moments away. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, weaponizing COVID. It's called gain of function. That's when scientists tried to use a virus, not just COVID, any virus, for biological warfare. That's what happened in Wuhan, China. And apparently the USA paid $7 million to that lab in China to weaponize COVID. Now, the definition from the National Institutes of Health is this, quote, gain of function research involves experimentation that aims or is expected to increase the transmissibility of pathogens, unquote. The National Institute of Health says GOF, gain of function, is needed in order to find cures for potential biological weapons. You see what the deal is there? They make the biological weapon so they can find a cure for it in case somebody is doing that in a nefarious way secretly. That's what was happening in Wuhan, China. Well, the virus got out. COVID got out. Back to the USA. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, a subset of the National Institute of Health, NIH. Both are government agencies paid for by our tax dollars. Well, Dr. Fauci loudly denied funding the research in May of 2021. Quote, I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and the NIAID, that's Fauci's agency, categorically has not funded gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute, unquote. That's not true. Fauci misled the entire world. And Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky challenged Fauci, quote, what we're alleging is the gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. You can't get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth, unquote, Rand Paul directly to Anthony Fauci. Well, Fauci, after that, pretty much called Paul a liar. But now, a top American health official openly states the USA did fund Wuhan. Dr. Lawrence Tabak, the principal deputy director of the National Institutes of Health, says, quote, the NIH did fund gain-of-function viral research at the Wuhan Institute. So that pretty much destroys Fauci's credibility, right? But you don't hear much about that on the corrupt corporate media. Almost every night, Fauci's popping up on CNN and the other left-wing agencies. And then the press protects Fauci. How corrupt is that? Well, you now know the truth. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. 
For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 20 years ago today. President George W. Bush signed the Patriot Act into law. The anti-terror legislation gave the government broad powers to protect Americans at home and abroad. It was also one of the most controversial bills ever passed by Congress. Here is the story. Just days after jihadists killed 3,000 people on 9-11, the White House rushed to defend the country. The CIA warned. As many as 250 Islamic terrorists could be hiding in cities across the USA right after the 9-11 attack. Congressional leaders worked closely with the Bush administration in crafting new laws. They drafted the USA Patriot Act, an acronym for Uniting and Strengthening America by Providing Appropriate Tools Required to Intercept and Obstruct Terrorism. That was what the Patriot Act stood for. The bill allowed the domestic surveillance of some U.S. citizens, created the Department of Homeland Security, permitted the indefinite detention of terrorist suspects without due process, and many other drastic security measures were put into law. For the first time in history, intelligence between the CIA and the FBI would be shared. Both agencies were given access to Americans' personal financial and travel records. While most lawmakers voted for the bill, the Patriot Act forced a torrent of criticism. Civil rights activists worried it would curtail constitutional liberties and give the executive branch, the presidency, too much power. Since its passage, many provisions have expired, but some remain in place. And the question remains, did the Patriot Act prevent attacks? According to the FBI, the legislation did help stop at least 50 terror plots in the USA. In 2004, then-FBI Director Robert Mueller defended the bill before Congress, saying, quote, the Patriot Act has proved extraordinarily beneficial in the war on terrorism and has changed the way the FBI does business, unquote. Most counter-terror experts today say the legislation remains effective in thwarting major terror plots, but does little to stop smaller attacks like the Boston Marathon bombing. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. (laughs) 